if you're looking to launch your next coaching program, your next course, or whatever it is you want to launch, next product, and you've only got, say, a small email list, you don't want to spend money on ads, you don't want to go out and build a funnel, uh, how do you actually launch? How do you actually do that? Well, on today's podcast, it's I'm going to actually show you uh, how I completed a six-figure launch for a client with those things. Very small list, no ads, no funnel. Let's find out how. Have you ever heard a story that just made you feel, wow, I'm ready, I'm fired up? A story that captures everyone's attention and gets you to spread it to all your friends? Or how about a story that creates real impact and connection with the audience? Why do stories do this? And how can we create stories like this in business? I've been obsessed with figuring these questions out. I've been starting and failing multiple online businesses now for two years, struggling to find an audience I truly wanted to serve. It wasn't until I discovered my dream customers were struggling with these exact questions, except I didn't know where to find these people. I hopped on a plane to the US to attend a marketing conference that I met my dream customers, and I saw firsthand how powerful stories really are. After that, I went all in on my hunch. If you're looking for the real secrets behind how stories can get your audience fired up to take action and to change their lives through your words, this podcast is for you. My name is Jules Dan and this is Storytelling Secrets. Alright, here we are, back for an episode of Storytelling Secrets. That's a pretty, ooh, bit of a sexy, enticing intro, right? How do you actually launch? Um, a six-figure launch when, you, when you've when you only got a small email list. Don't all the gurus say you need a funnel? Don't all the gurus say you need ads? Look, they probably do help. And uh, But to th- today's episode, it's not going to necessarily be like step one, do this, step two, do this. It's actually um, my client, Rebecca Davison from Intuitive Life Academy. She uh, brought me on to her Facebook group. So she was really, really happy after... We completed a a, uh, a six-figure launch for her and her tribe for a coaching program. All we used was some emails that sent to our webinar. And she's done this webinar many, many times. That webinar sent to a book a call page. She has a Facebook group. And I basically just repurposed the emails inside the Facebook group. And it did really, really well. It converted so well. Um... 26 applicants came through. She closed 20 of those people and it was a high ticket offer. So that's how we're able to get to over six figures. But enough about me puffing my chest. <laughs> um, yeah, in, in future, I, uh, uh, when I have more experience doing this, um, 100%, I'm all going to be about helping teach people how to actually do this. Like a really simple launch, not over the top, not overcomplicated, doesn't have to be a million, million steps like a lot of other people do, but I'm getting a bit sidetracked here. Today is, yeah, like I said, just conversation between um, me and Rebecca. She wants her audience to learn um, about me and how we did it. Uh, we talk about the strategy, like what do we do before people um, went to the launch? How do we get people excited? How do we, uh, what do we talk about? What do we write about after the launch is actually open and get people to click? And how do we close the email series? A um, whole bunch of really valuable lessons that I've learned throughout this year um, that I'm going to, that I'm very certain that um, even if you've got a small list, if you've got a good relationship like Rebecca does, you can make a lot of money. No doubt. 
Um, and this is proof in the pudding. So, um, and I will also say that, uh, unfortunately, when we did this live stream, my mic, the one I'm using right now, I look like, sound like a really good, sexy radio host. <laughs> I'm being a bit up myself here. No, but seriously, um, my really good mic is, is uh, it, it wouldn't work. So, I've just got my webcam mic and it just sounds like I'm talking through a tin can. So, apologies for that. But otherwise, there's good content on this for sure. And uh, especially if, if you're looking to write a launch for, for something coming up, uh, I would definitely listen to this because there are some really good principles in this that made this work. I'll stop rambling. Enjoy the conversation. I'm getting interviewed here today. I don't normally feature that. And yeah, enjoy it. See you later. Alrighty, folks. Welcome, 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 folks from the Intuitive Life Academy. Welcome here today. You are with Rebecca, of course, your host from the Intuitive Life Academy, and also Julian. Welcome, Julian. Great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much, Rebecca. It's great to be finally yeah. revealed. I, I've been in the shadows in this group for a, for a few weeks for good reason. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll unpack that for sure. So, Julian Danielak, is that how you pronounce your name? Yep. Yes, that's awesome. right. Yeah, welcome to, the, welcome to the group, Julian, and thank you so much for what you have contributed without people even knowing. <laughs> so, just for the folks who are starting to tune in and watch, though, if you want to make comments, because this is a, um, a stream yard, so it's being beamed into Facebook, you um, see the streamyard.com forward slash Facebook. If you want to make comments and so we can see them because we are doing this from StreamYard, you actually need to go into that link and approve the app to be able to post to us, okay? Otherwise, we won't be able to see who's actually posting. So welcome, welcome, folks. I'll leave that banner up for a wee bit in the meantime. But welcome, Julian. Thank you so much for being here. And um, yeah. let's share with people a little bit about what you are and who you do. But... Jules, as you prefer to be called, was actually yep. a fitness instructor once upon a time. So I'd love to learn more about how you went from fitness instructing to email copy because that yeah. is link. So maybe you can give us a short little bit of a background in regards to that. But um, just so people know, I uh, asked Julian to help me with the Intuitive Mastery launch. And um, we're going to go through that. But Julian does Facebook copy, email copy, uh, website copy, launch copy, webinar copy. So anywhere you are writing and being visible through writing in your business, Julian can help you. And um, we'll talk more as we go on in terms of how it was a very intuitive process, but also too, a little bit about strategy, which I think is really important because we yeah. started tapping in, yeah, with, uh, you know, like, obviously the intuitive hit, but then seeing that there was definitely strategy in place. So we'll unpack that as well and how clever that is and how how important it is. Yeah. Um, so Julian is um, a podcaster as well. He has a podcast called... Uh, Storytelling Secrets. Storytelling Secrets. I got it the wrong way around, sorry. And um, yeah, so he's helping entrepreneurs really grow their business. Oh, hi, Lisa. Yeah, so great to be here. Yes. Yeah, Lisa, you'll understand how um, how effective this is and how I saw the magic in it with what Julian does. So, Julian, tell us, how yes. did you go from fitness instructor to... Uh, I'll, try, I'll try and keep the short story so I don't put people to sleep. Um, but uh, I've, been, I've been doing... I was a personal trainer and group fitness instructor for five years 
And mm. before that, but by the way, I'm from Australia. That's where my accent's from. Sorry, Kiwis. Um, but yeah, so last two years, I've been trying to do different marketing side hustles just because I knew that I just wanted to work online and work anywhere, you know, just like the old entrepreneur dream. And I started doing Facebook ads for local businesses, chatbots, and I had mixed results. Um, I didn't have a mentor. I taught myself everything. Um, and it wasn't until, you know, it was just very up and down. Like it wasn't any consistent. My whole family was just like, just get a real drop. Just you know, go corporate. I think you need to give up on this. And um, I, I don't think I've told you the full story of, of this, uh, um, Rebecca, but it was in, was uh, COVID was hit in March mm-hmm. and I was writing emails for $5 an hour on Upwork, just building up my portfolio. Yeah. And um, COVID hit, my girlfriend was in uh, Adelaide mm-hmm. and everyone was saying, you know, if you go there, you're crazy because the borders were closing, which is the neighboring state of Victoria. Mm-hmm. And uh, I packed all my whole life into the car, one-way rental. I wanted to be with my girlfriend. I wanted to be away from all the negativity. My girlfriend was the only person who supported me. She had a place for us to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was right by the water, beautiful, very affordable as well. And um, I went there and I battled my way from slightly better client, slightly better client, reinvested my profits into a mentor, and as soon as I did that, that's when things just went like this. And um, every single day I was just obsessed with getting better at um, email copy and um, launches and handwriting sales letters and handwriting emails and uh, just doing everything I can to upskill as quickly as I could. And um, it's been a very fun journey this year. And um, I, I remember when... I first got on the phone with you, Rebecca, and you were a little skeptical and you were like, mm, he doesn't quite have, say, like a hard and fast result. He's just got a few people saying, yeah, he's done a good job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's when when you w- went on your intuition, on your gut, and you just thought, I don't know what was going through your head, but you probably thought there's just maybe something about this guy who's got it. And, um, and yeah, so we, we wrote the launch. It was a great success. Um, yeah. and one, one of the things I want to talk about is that I didn't overcomplicate it. Like a lot of people overcomplicate the insert swear word, um, out of it. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me kind of give people a bit of background in regards to how you got you, you and I met, we actually just met on LinkedIn, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you an interesting story, right? Of intuition versus the rational mind. Now, Julian, I, I've, anybody put their hand up, right, for how many people approach you on LinkedIn? LinkedIn is worse than Facebook, right? Like people are unsolicitedly contacting yeah. you and saying, hey, all the time. But you did it in a, I can't even remember what you said, but you did it in a really funny way. You did it in kind of like an option connect. Awesome, or option B, send me your worst yeah. insult or something. Yeah. You know? And That's I right. said to him in the back saying, that's the best line I've heard out of all the ways I've been approached. Yeah. So again, he's using, you know, he's using his skills to obviously contact people. And I went back to him and said, Your mother's got flat feet or something, yeah. right? So you <laughs> know right. 
yeah, a connection in a way that was different, right? That created cut through. Like that was probably the first thing that actually landed with me. But then I started looking at your obviously your LinkedIn page and realizing that you the copy had strategy behind it. Like I could see that immediately. And but then of course, and I knew right then and there that you'd be great to work with. But of course, my rational mind kicked in and said, okay, if you're going to make it an investment, let's actually yeah. go and do some research. But then you referred me to people who were like, yeah, go for it. It's great to work with. So, you know, and it's super important, right? I'm sure you know what that's like to have somebody saying, yes, this person's got the goods. So give it mm -hmm. a great light. But yeah, in terms of the launch, let's um let's yeah, let's start going to that a little bit. And the other thing I want to talk about is your podcast, because there was something there that I wanted to unpack with you about the mistakes yep. that people make in regards to copy. Yep. So let's actually talk about that first and then go to the launch. So what mistakes do people make when it comes to copywriting? Give us a couple so people can go, Oh yeah, I oh, do that. So <laughs> many. Uh, here's a good here's a great principle my um my mentor says. He says product, not no. He says prospect, not product, which mm -hmm. means you think you, like sixty to seventy percent of the words you write are about the person and the problem and mm -hmm. um, feelings and um, the emotional attachment to what they're trying to achieve, rather than just talking about all the features and benefits of the solution. Yes, yes. Like that's a big one. Yeah, because people need to. Um... They need to feel seen, right? They need to feel like, oh, this person gets me. Like I've, you know, I know what that's like too when your copy's on point, when somebody emails you back and says, oh my goodness, I feel like you wrote that just for me. And you did <laughs> literally write it just for them. But um, tell me, so the mistakes are that people don't obviously talk to the feelings enough? Oh, it's like either they guess, that's a, here's another one, that they'll, they'll guess what the problem is just from... Mm -hmm. You know, I spoke to a couple of people, therefore, this is the whole market. That's just, that's that's called confirmation bias. That's how you'll, you'll just hit the wrong buttons. You won't get it on the mark. So obviously talking to a lot of your customers or talking to a lot of your audience is a, a huge plus. Um, and especially if you can get their barriers down and you understand what's going on at a deeper level. And, you know, that's part of the reason why, um, we had a really good launch is because you understood your audience very, very well. Um, you've been doing it for eight years. You've you had that opportunity to hear their stories. And when they had their guard down where someone on the street wouldn't really tell the story, you heard it all. And um, mm -hmm. you're really kind enough to share that with me. And mm -hmm. now we, we didn't, here's another little mistake. You know, some people might twist the knife a little too much. You know, I know the problem, but you don't want to just, you bring it up if it's really sensitive. If someone's in a lot of pain, mm -hmm. but you, you don't want to, you know, make them feel like an idiot, like it's their fault or anything like that. So well, it's a fine, fine line. Yeah, totally. I to and, and again, because we want to, because the reason that we kind of want to twist the knife a little bit is like, it's like the dog on the nail, right? How long are you going to stay on the nail? What's going to, what is it going to take for you to step off you know take the action go and you know in business talk it would be you know how are you going to let me help you to go into transformation other people might say go into conversion right where you instead of a prospect you're now moving into being a client yeah so powerful okay mm. so um let's talk about the launch a little bit because from yeah. my perspective in regards to working with you just the joy 
and bliss of, of literally because I you know like literally because I was pretty tired when we first started working together too right and I remember just I dropped you in the deep end really I just went here's access to all my stuff go have a look me obviously a whole bunch of questions but what was great too is you came back and you'd obviously done a huge amount of reading you'd really got my voice which was super important so guys what Julian helped me with is my email sequence for the launch particularly and Facebook posts mm-hmm. so we're just a reiteration so tell us from your perspective like you know I'm presume some of this is your you know your mojo your your secret source etc but the yep. process of going into somebody's business and discovering what it's all about because I imagine yeah. everybody you work with yeah it's 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 the same um and the, the real trick is that you have to be a very curious um interviewer um so one of the first things that i did before we even touched on what are we launching i'm like who's the person we're, we're, we're talking to mm-hmm. and that we had we had a pretty long first phone call that's normally what i do with all my clients it's a questionnaire and, and and the real trick is that, you know, someone who might be just doing this for the first time, they might talk to their their, pro, their their ideal customer and they might just go, question one, what's this? Question two, what's this? Mm-hmm. But the real trick is that you ask a question and then if they'll they'll give you a little, they open the door for some sort of and a little avenue and you might follow up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm struggling to think of an example, um, but maybe you just mentioned how, oh, where was it? Um, how I can't really quite think of an example, but there was this, I remember I asked a question and then you said something and then I followed up on it and it just kept kind of going like that. And then I would bring it back to the question. So yeah, I was still getting information, but I, I kept following up. So there was no stone unturned. And, um, that was a very thorough sort of, um, you and I had a conversation. And then from that, I came back and I had questions and, I needed stories and stories are really powerful. And that's what I talk about my podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's all well and good to talk about the problem, but you need proof. And the best way to show proof is through stories. Um, and that way you can really put yourself in, someone can put themselves in their shoes and the person who's doing the selling, which was Rebecca um, is seen as the guy, the someone who's helped the person who's been in those shoes go through it. And, uh, that's what we did with some of the stories in the emails. And um, so there's a, there's a nice intertwining of the problem and a solution with a story. Yeah, and demonstrate, you know, because it's the self-identification, isn't it? When people are reading it, they're like, oh, that's me. They're identifying themselves with what you're saying. Just one other thing that I'm going to say, folks, if you want to make a comment, you need to go to the streamyard.com banner forward slash Facebook and choose to accept uh, StreamYard as an app. So we can see who's actually commenting and I guess I'm just going to swap that banner out so you guys actually know who we're talking to. So and I've also got your LinkedIn profile here too, Julian. So we'll swap Thank that you. Out. That's all good. Yeah, a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, and just talking about how important it is to know what it is, you know, who, who it is that you're speaking to. Because one of the things that became very evident to me in regards to doing, and I've done quite a few launches, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, like you want to speak to your ideal client, right? And hold that energy and vision in your head and in your mind. And also too, like you said, you know, making sure you've got that balance between like twisting the knife 
but to the point where somebody actually is taking some action rather than collapsing in on themselves and kind of feeling like not okay. So if somebody is um, wanting to grow their business, how important do you think the copy is? Oh, it's everything. It's the message. It's um, you're talking to people where they're at. You're, you understand them at an emotional level because we're all emotional beings. And mm -hmm. if someone says, I buy products or I buy solutions based on logic, they're lying. It's not true. Um, it's all based on emotion. And so that's why I spent, even my coach was like, are you done with the research? I'm like, no, like this is completely new. I need to, I, I have not spoken to these people before in my life. Uh, uh, this is a very sort of new category. I have to really deeply immerse myself in Mm -hmm. uh, Rebecca's podcasts, in her radio show, in her Facebook group. I have to read all the comments thoroughly. What are people saying? Um, mm -hmm. Past emails. What are other people in her market saying? Um, those sort of things. And uh, that's that's it's the boring, unsexy stuff that you <laughs> have to do before you write anything. Yes, yes. And I tell you what, because Julie and I, obviously, we came back together once he'd done a lot of research. And it was so funny, too, because, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, I, you know, I imagine it must be a little bit nerve wracking to present to your client and go, here's your voice. Here's what I've gleaned from who you are as a person and to present it back to them. But it was so funny, too, because I remember I hadn't read it properly because I was, again, time poor, but we got on the call yeah. and it was like, yep, 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 yep. Because what my my perspective was is that something that I would say and you mm. had nailed it, right? Like it was yeah. just, oh, my God, absolutely. Like, you know, there, but, but let me, let me talk. Let's go into strategy a little bit here, right? Yeah. Hey, this is Jules here. I just wanted to interrupt and bump in to talk about something I know will really help you on your online business journey like it helped me. I want to give you the keys to writing emails uh, sell. And not long ago, I actually helped a client sell over $150,000 in coaching programs. We didn't use a funnel. We didn't have any ad ads. We just used email. And the best part was that she only had a tiny list of about 2,000 people. And the lessons in here have taken me a lot of trial and error to understand how to craft emails that sell. And that's why I want to fast track it for you and give you all my secrets. So it's a checklist I've put together called the five costly email optim mistakes and how to avoid them. Inside, it's packed with timeless principles I've learned from old school direct response marketing pros. They're always the best. And it shows you the anatomy of an autoresponder series that gets results. But just to let you know, there are no quick ninja hacks that become obsolete in a few years. I've only picked the best stuff that's been proven to work again and again. And you can grab this checklist by going to julesdan.com forward slash email mistakes. So that's J-U-L-E-S-D-A-N.com forward slash email mistakes. All right, let's get back to the show. There is a strategy in every email, right? And, yep. you know, when you're a copywriter, you can talk about the emotions. And I think that I'm, you know, as a person who writes emails, blog posts, etc., you're aware of the emotion, but sometimes you can be a bit loose on what is the purpose of this email, especially when you're starting out, because you don't always have that confidence to go, this is the next step. This is what you do. And it does need to be simple. 
right? It yeah. needs to be, there's one thing you need to do now. Mm -hmm. I quickly learned that if you sent out an email and it had two things to do, people people can't handle that, right? That's it's confusing. just like, yeah, yeah, right, right. But that you know, you don't want to spend out five emails to figure that out. So tell us yeah. a little bit more about because that was very obvious to me, even just reading what you had written, the strategy behind it. Or is yep. that secret? <laughs> no, 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 no. Like I, I'm all, I'm not doing business with a closed fist, is what I would say. Like I'm happy yeah. to tell what happens. So um, I'll tell. I'll, I'll first start off what a lot of business owners do is that they'll do a launch and say, I'm open for business, who's ready to buy? And it's just like, that's, so it's a good analogy I like to give is, um, the best Hollywood movies are the ones that, you know, give a trailer a year out and it's mm -hmm. this little snippet of one character. And then they'll go to a few months later, it's another snippet. And so you're building up all this anticipation and excitement for the big drop. And uh, it's the same with, say, building up for a launch. And you can, there are heaps of people who will take your money and say, oh, you have to do this complicated Facebook ad system and then do this funnel, then retarget them with this story. And um, I asked my coach, is this necessary? And he said, look, I've done that over the years. I'd like to use this very simple way. You just use about five or six emails to set the agenda. You've got a, a big idea and an idea that some people can get excited and um, really behind. Mm -hmm. um, and there's nothing, there's nothing to click. There's nothing to, to go to. It's just to build excitement and anticipation before a launch. And that's critical um, because, uh, because once you've got all that pressure and excitement and when you click, hey, I'm open for business, that's when you get that initial rush. That's when you get people excited um you know, might tell people there's a lot of buzz and you had a facebook group which is perfect for uh they have really good synergy with each other i, I would imagine the email list in the facebook group um and then and then when, once it's open that's when you start using proof that's when you start using testimonials that's when you start using urgency saying okay we've only got uh you know there's only 10 days left and you've got to use scarcity as well because it is a motivational factor. It's not, I'm, this isn't uh, cunning or uh, you're trying to deceive people. Like there's only, you only had 30 spots left because you didn't have enough time and bandwidth to do more than 30 people. So that's a legitimate reason. And what's the reason for shutting it off on October 10? Because I need to get started on October 12. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. always a reason why backing up with proof. Uh, these are all big, big principles and uh, just keep it simple. So like every email you write, you're just thinking about what's my objective on this. I'm going to cover this question. Someone might have about the product. Am I going to have uh, this testimonial to cover this objection? Someone might have said on the webinar, something like that. Yeah. I love, I love that analogy too of the movie because who wants to go and see a movie that you haven't even seen the trailer for? Right. Mm. Oh, your birds in the background. That's hilarious. That's just very They're crows, unfortunately. <laughs> they're nothing beautiful. Yeah. Oh, they're messengers, though. They're adding to the conversation, right? So that's so important because I know when you are, if you are as a business owner, tired, stressed, overwhelmed, got a lot going on, managing a lot of things, right? 
even the idea of building the anticipation can feel like a lot of effort, right? It's like, oh my goodness, you know, um, I don't have the bandwidth to go out and hold space to be able to create that now. So bringing somebody in to support you in the container that you're looking to create, that was huge for me. I can't reiterate, guys, because that was what the first thing you said to me, right? Like you need to create anticipation. And I was yeah. just like, oh. yeah, <laughs> with the email sequence and you know, obviously I had my videos that I interspersed within that. Yep. So um you know, and, and it just took me a little bit to go, okay, where am I going to interject these video emails and what you've actually written? And you did make space for that. But guys, to have somebody go, here's the email sequence, right, was just, you know, like, it's like, I can hear angels singing. Because, uh, exactly, right? In copy, terms of making this. Copy-paste heaven. Yeah, right. And of course, there was a few adjustments that I had to make to make sure, obviously, that what would, you know, because there are a few spaces in terms of numbers or et cetera. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was magical in terms of taking the stress off. Now, just to talk about money and energetics, because you want to be as relaxed and as open as possible when you're doing a launch. And it can be, I'm sure you've probably worked with people, Julian, and it can be so stressful and of course the stress ends up contracting your energy and you don't enjoy the process right that's why you get somebody to help you yeah yeah i think a big benefit for you is that um you're able to show up on those calls with a lot of energy and stamina to get through them so imagine if you had to do all the steps by yourself um it's a long to-do list you wouldn't have had the energy to maybe help as many people decide this is the right decision for you. Um, yeah. yeah. What did you feel about? Um, yeah. Is, is, is that, is that, was that one of the bigger benefits for you? Just okay. showing a lot of energy? You know, like with what you have to do and then writing all the copy as well, overwhelming instantaneously, but necessary, but overwhelming. So, you know, for me, it was an up level too to even ask a copywriter to work with me. So I could go into that level of, I have more bandwidth, I have more energy, I have more, you know, I can hold space better because I know that it's been taken care of and it's in my voice and it has the strategy behind it because there is a process of, you know, the overview strategy, but even the strategy that's in each email right? This is the purpose of this email, i.e. watch this video, i.e. take this action step, you know, to, um, and to see it laid out in a really clear, it was almost to me like when I was reading it intuitively, it would be, it would kind of the gold bits, the gold copy would just kind of come out to me, if that makes sense. It was just like, oh, I can see the purpose of it. And it felt really clear and beautiful. Mm. So yeah. I had some good podcasts to tap into. Yeah, but you know what I mean? It's um, You did your research too, right? Because you can leave that to people and, and they don't get the voice. They don't drop into that space of deep understanding. So massive in terms of, and I can't imagine how many hours it took to do that to really get into somebody's voice, right? Uh, I don't have a specific number, but it was yeah. nearly consistently every day. Not like eight hours every day for two weeks, but yeah. I had other stuff to do. But yeah, it was like, Walk going for walks with your headphones in, uh, walk five minutes, stop. Man, that's a really good bit. Write that down. Um, I remember there was a few times I was playing guitar and then um, just the idea just popped into my head and just rushed to my paper and 
jot it down for like five minutes just to get everything out. So it's weird how the subconscious mind works to generate ideas. It's not just like, okay, I know what to write. Bang. It's a bit of a slower process. Um, but I, I have a quick question for you, Rebecca. So um, how come after eight years, well, for seven years, or I'm not sure how many years you were launching by yourself, how, how come, what was the mindset? How come Rebecca was launching on her own before that? Um, I would, I probably was in that space. So I, you know, to be fair, it had just never occurred to me, but also too, my launches have got bigger and bigger. So mm. you, know, you guys probably are aware that this was a six figure launch for me. So again, I was like, well, you know, if you're at that level, it's time to upgrade in terms of the support that you're getting to be able to create the container. Whereas previously, you know, which looking back, it's kind of like, gosh, even what you have been able to create, but that level of support that you need to be able to impact more people and hold more space. Now, yeah. people woo-woo, right? I mean, hopefully most people understand what I'm saying. Like holding space is an active process. So it means that you're literally sending the energy out so people can receive what it is that they need to evolve as well. Mm. But um, yeah, do I wish I'd done it sooner? Absolutely. But it's also too, um, for me, it's probably trusting that I'll find the right people. During all, because it's pretty yeah. random, right? Like I'm, like you said, I'm in my 40s. You're like, what, 20s? 26, yeah. Yeah, living in Australia, right? So, again, trusting your guidance that you'll find the right people to help you. And, again, by all means, if I can, you know, refer you to other people because I trust you, I will definitely work with you again. What we created together in terms of taking the stress away from me was just magical, like, honestly. And the other thing, too, because yeah. you help people with autoresponders. That's the main right? thing, yeah. Oh, that's the main thing? Okay, cool. So yeah. tell Tell us a little bit about what people are doing wrong with that, because I know my autoresponder sequence. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I this is actually kind of funny because I, I do a lot of podcast tours where I just talk about five five big mistakes, and I won't go into a lot of detail because we'll be here for a while. Um, yep. But I'll, I'll sum it up quickly. Um, one of the first ones we covered it is that you got to know your audience like your best friend. That, that's just mm -hmm. crucial. Um, mm -hmm. You can't be guessing. Um, but the easiest way to do this is to just call up a few of your best customers, ask for the success stories, you know, ask what problems they have before you, and why do they choose you over your, over your competitors? Um, just what were the journey? What was the journey and the struggle like? That's that's critical because um, once you know that, then you can fill in a lot of the, lot of the details. Mm -hmm. And then what the, the next thing is uh, say like strategy. Um, it's like mm -hmm. what do I actually write? And I was freaking out um, when I had a new client, a different market, and I asked my coach, like, what's a template for this? Because um, you, you'll see a lot of different experts say, like, here's this template for this autoresponder series. Um, here's this soap opera sequence. Here's this story selling sequence. And it, it can get a bit overwhelming. Like, what do I actually write? Um, so there's a few things if you uh, that are just universal that, that are really powerful just to include if you're going to write it yourself like one you want to position yourself as a problem solver so like you understand the problem you've helped other people solve that problem and uh you tell a story doing that uh showcase yourself as a trusted advisor so that's just like again like talking about the problem giving a solution stuff like that uh showcasing credibility who who you've helped before maybe some other 
I don't know, some influential name in that market that they know, that's going to really help. Uh, but it's just really elements. But the main sort of thing is that I like to tackle in all my autoresponders is that, okay, what's a problem or what's a question or what's an objection that someone might have from not, for not doing business with me? Or because the real reason why someone opts into your list is because you're giving them some free bait, right? You gave them free bait, free, free helpful resource, I should say. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm too much in the marketing mindset. Okay, some free helpful resource. And that should be really congruent with what's next, um, yeah. what you have to offer that's paid, okay? And your your sequence should be a reflection of, okay, it's almost like a sideways sales letter. So I, I'm, I'm bringing up little tidbits of why you should buy by bringing up, okay, so it's like, why should I trust you? I've been burnt by it by other email copywriters before. I'm going to list a story of, of that. Mm -hmm. um, this is really expensive, you know, um, do I have two and a half grand to pay for you? Or like tell a story how um, one client paid a certain amount and they got a really good return or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Another uh, little things that like little questions that are really helpful when you sort of figure out when you talk to your customers. So mm -hmm. I wrote this sequence for a video marketing agency. And um, one of the features was acting coaching. I'm like, okay, can you tell me a bit more about this? And I'm like, why do we need acting coaching for video content marketing? They said, you have no idea how many people come and they are so afraid to come on camera. Mm -hmm. It's just like a really big fear almost half the clients had that so they had to include it and so i had to write an email saying like even if you're deathly afraid of being on camera here's a real estate agent who had hundreds of takes with an acting coaching guidance and she increased her real estate business by 30 percent in a year because of this so those are little sort of insecurities you can bring up with the story and include in your series um I hope I haven't gone sort of too spread, but those are some critical things you should think about. So that's get to know your audience. You want to bring up, uh, I'm in the screen. Uh, you want to bring up objections and questions. Yeah. Uh, you want to be seen as a problem solver and a trusted advisor um, mm -hmm. and uh, showcase your credibility. And mm -hmm. that's, 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 I'm not really saying what the mistakes are, but I'm, I'm saying like, if you don't do those, probably include those. Yeah. And, the, you know, I think the most important thing for people to realize is there needs to be a method. And I think one of the most important mindsets, so people who like the mindset stuff, is to realize that it should always have a purpose, right? It should yes. always have a purpose. What's my objective? Yeah, what is my objective? Because sometimes it's just nurturing people. It's like, hey, I want you to know that I'm here and I love you. And that's the purpose, right? Other times it's like, hey, would you like some help? Here's something free. By all means, take it, which is usually your opt-in, right? Mm -hmm. um, other times it is, um, let's connect. Let's have a conversation. Let's, you know, let's evolve our relationship into something that is more connected so I can be of service to you. So realizing that, right, like everything that you write should have a purpose. I think when I first started, I was just like, oh, my goodness, you know, like who's going to listen to me, right? Whereas now it's like it's become much more focused in regards to what is the what is the intention that I have for writing yeah. that. And that's because you understand who you're talking to at a very deep level, and that helps. 
Yes. Yeah. And that's, and that's a big, and a lot of people, again, you know, you're talking about building the anticipation and how important that is. A lot of people don't do this with their clients. They, they make assumptions rather than ask questions, right? Like, and to create a space where you can have those really deep conversations. I've talked about this before in a program called Intuitive Entrepreneur which is where you want to go create a space with somebody and ask them those questions. What keeps you up at night? Because that you want to know to be able to include it in what it is that you're saying. The best, the best copy for lack of better word, right. Is what people have told you. Exactly. Yes. Um, Being willing to ask those questions. Yeah. um, I'm not sure what's holding people back from, from doing it. Is it, is it maybe is like, is it a fear of judgment of what the client might say in response or, um, you know, maybe they might not give them the answer they want. I'm not really sure, but it, I have done it. It is an intimate conversation. So yeah, it feel safe to ask those questions because as we all know, right, everybody's heard it before. Business is all about relationships. But one thing I've learned about business, right, is how committed are you? Right? Are you prepared to have long-term relationships with your clients? You know, because that comes back to commitment. And also, how deep are you going? Right? Because, you know, intimacy freaks a lot of people out, right? So what does it take to be able to create a sense of safety within ourselves so we can go deep with our clients? It's exactly. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think you'd agree with this as well, Rebecca. I think, hands down, the best platform for you to get better at this is to be a podcaster, because once you get really good at interviewing people, then you can suck this stuff out like without even thinking about it. It becomes second nature. Um, and it's a great way to network. Um, I started with knowing nobody and now I've got a much better network, able to get in touch with clients. And um, it's just a really good life skill to have to be able to have these deep conversations. Someone's like, wow, they really understand me. Yeah, and it's inspiring too. So tell us about your podcast. What's what is that all about? What's been happening on it recently? Where did it? Yeah. Where did you decide to jump in and do that? Basically, it started out as a like I just said, I need some sort of platform, and I really wanted to use it. This is in December 2019. I just wanted to use it to network. And basically, I have two shows. I have a solo show where it's mm-hmm. sort of like my weekly learnings, somewhat of follow along my journey. Um, and then I have a guest one where I talk about mindset, marketing, persuasion, business, something along those lines. And I'm bringing in a, a guest to talk about that. Um, and that's basically it. A combination of my journey and all-star lineup. Awesome. So the podcast is Storytelling Secrets and people can tune in and listen to that on iTunes, Spotify, whatever. iTunes, Spotify, everything. I put it on Amazon. Amazon Music now is available, so I put that on there. That's fun. Yeah, because yeah. it's relatively new, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cool. Well done. So, folks, if you want to check out Julian's podcast and learn more about the storytelling secrets and the strategy that is need to be implemented and making sure that you're hitting the point with all those emotional feels, then do go check it out. Tell me about um, something that you've learned from the podcast recently that you were just like, oh, that's cool, or I didn't realize that, or maybe somebody that you've spoken to. Uh, oh, when do I start? Um <laughs> Okay, here's, 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 as in like a topic or something about specifically about podcasting? 
um, as a topic, something that came up in relationship to storytelling secrets or... Yeah, right. Um, this, this came up last week and it was really interesting. So um, now that I'm close to hitting 100 episodes, I'm getting a few more emails from, quote, podcast agencies. Mm-hmm. And it's just hilarious how how you think these are PR agencies, but yet there is no thought put into these emails. It's copy-paste, podcaster, podcast name. Here's all about how great this person is. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the kicker as well. Uh, the episode was how to suss out embellished gurus because they kept saying um, – this person has 20,000 Twitter followers and 15,000 Instagram followers and they will help you promote. And I asked a simple question. I said, are you willing to um, to promote? How big is your email list? And mm-hmm. are you willing to promote via email? Mm-hmm. Um, and two out of those three didn't reply. The third one said, no, I won't, but we will do a social media post. Now, mm-hmm. now here's the thing. So, when I first started, I would have been like, great, I'll take that any day. But mm-hmm. you got to sort of think like, what's their agenda if they're doing that? Um, mm-hmm. You know, everyone, if they've probably got an email list, why aren't they sharing it with me? Um, why should I put in my time? Am I trying to nurture this relationship? If they're not putting a good foot forward and saying, of course, I'll help you promote by my email list. That to me seems like a one-sided, they're trying to take advantage of me. And so the lesson there is that, you know, be careful and sort of just suss out um, who, what their agenda is and, you know. If yeah, we've had usually- head there. Oh, my goodness. You know, that's so important, right, because um, people get it wrong so badly and it just comes, it's, you know, it's like being hit on, isn't it? It's just being like somebody coming up to you and going boof and then just being, you're like, what? Where did that come from? You know, as opposed to going, are you interested in creating a relationship? Yeah. Like I said, you know, like I will continue to work with you. This is an ongoing relationship. This is not something where you just show up, boom, I'm going to take advantage, use you, whatever, in whichever context, mm-hmm. and then I'm on, right? And people fail to understand that. You know, um, the concept too of, um, yeah, I mean, I could talk about that all day because again, you the quality of your business and the enjoyment and fulfillment is going to come from the quality of the relationships that you're having. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and here's like, there's so many other bad things. If you start saying yes to people like that, mm-hmm. maybe they'll start telling their friends, this person's easy to get there, to get onto their show. So mm-hmm. that's not good. And mm-hmm. you also got to think about if, if that person is unwilling to say share via the email list, you know, mm-hmm. like what kind of audience do they have that they're facilitating? Maybe it's not as overt, but mm-hmm. it's it's think is you're gonna be thinking about who your dream customer is and your dream audience. And it's like if that person's like that, then who are the people that they're influencing? Like, I don't want to be involved with that. I had um I had somebody approach me to be on um, my radio show slash podcast, and um they did not ask me a single question about me, the academy, the podcast, the radio show, nothing. They just talked about themselves the whole time. I was just sitting there going, oh, hopefully I haven't done that. <laughs> no, again, it needs to be a converse, right? Or the Italians call it 
Atraviesiamo. I can't remember it, but it's at the end of Eat, Pray, Love, right? Where she has oh, to. You could do a better accent than that. Come on, try again. <laughs> no, my friend Lisa, she needs to help me with my Italian lessons. But wow, oh my goodness, I can't believe we've gone 40 minutes already, Julian. Where can people find you? Now, this is Julian on LinkedIn, folks, if yeah. you're looking at Vienna. But where did they go to find, is it just Storytelling Secrets? Look, search for that on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify. Yeah, where exactly. With you? Is that the best place to go, LinkedIn, or is it somewhere else? I, I would go to LinkedIn because my mm -hmm. podcast is there. Um, but if you just want to just go straight to my podcast and listen to it, just Google Storytelling Secrets. I will be there. Um, mm -hmm. And Rebecca, thank you so much for having me on here. It was, it was a really privilege. I enjoyed writing to your audience. Yeah, it was a, it was, there was some, there was a lot of emotional wounds that we had to go through in people's stories, but um, I'm glad that I was able to write and facilitate um, a program that I know, because I, I took you, I, I thought you'd be a good client because you've been doing this for a while. You weren't mm -hmm. just some, a, a spiritual intuitive coach who popped out of nowhere and decided, let's just do this. Like you had really good results behind you and all these amazing transformation stories and, um, yeah, you just, I, I thought like, yeah, this, this would be a really good program to help people out, especially right now with COVID and mm. being trapped at home. And I don't know, I think it's a bit better in New Zealand, but um, yeah, it was a real privilege to be a part of your team. Oh, thank you, Julian. And, and just to extend, and thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate that because obviously my work is hugely important to me. I'm massively passionate about people shifting from suffering to joy. And, um, but for yourself, you know, I can't give you enough kudos in terms of being willing to understand my voice. You know, that's so important to me as somebody who's wanting to help uplift other people. So I appreciate the time, the energy, and there was just no, you know, there was no, there was no, the interface was really smooth, right? Like you did the work, you came back and it was just perfect. So I can't, I can't, um, if anybody's watching this and you need help in your business, please contact Julian. Honestly, I can't tell you what a difference it made in terms of the enjoyment of going through a launch. If you're somebody who launches, you will understand what I'm talking about. It takes a huge amount of energy. It takes a huge amount of uncertainty, right? So you're dealing with a lot of risk, really, to have somebody in your team and on your side like Julian did. Honestly, it just took so much stress off the table, and I'm so grateful for that. So thank you, Julian. I really Glad you enjoyed the ride. Yeah, it was amazing. And I'm sure we'll do it again. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and all the people listening, I remember Rebecca normally said that, oh, a launch normally takes it out of me. I can't wait to get into the next one straight after the launch. Like, literally, I think it was a few days after, and she said, can we do another one? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that is definitely coming, folks. So the top tip on that one, of course, is money and abundance i'm looking forward to doing that again soon all right thank you so much julian again everybody linkedin profile thanks for being here and sharing your wisdom and your secrets with us we very much appreciate it it was nice to be here thanks a lot for having me rebecca okay see you folks bye for now bye that's a wrap for the episode there. That was me getting interviewed by Rebecca, obviously. Um, so if you're interested in what Rebecca does, I'm going to leave a link to a Facebook group below, um, especially into more of the spirituality side of uh, improving your life, overcoming adversity, overcoming past traumas. You know, she, she is the go-to person for that. 
Um, not sure where you are in your life right now because of COVID, but uh, yeah, she, she's uh, she, I, I, that last bit there. I said I truly meant it. Like she has hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of testimonials. People are like she's amazing. She's changed my life. So. Uh, definitely reach out to her. Otherwise, thanks for tuning in for two storytelling secrets this week. I'm going to see you Monday for the solo show. Bye.